Well, good morning and welcome to another edition of Shelter Daily and His Word. It's a joy to be able to come and spend some time with you today. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we're going to be looking today as we've been uh, throughout this uh, study. We're doing a, a study on the Psalms and we've just picked out periodic Psalms for us to go through and to talk about and, and just to share. And so uh, I hope that this is uh, uh, something that you can glean from. I'm very excited about today's uh, session and, and possibly tomorrow. Uh, we're going to be talking about one of the most uh, uh, beloved psalm that is found in the Bible. And uh, we'll dive into that here in just a moment. Before we do, let's go ahead and just go to the Lord in prayer. Let's just give thanks to God for all that he's done in our lives. Father, thank you for the opportunity again today just to share together. We ask your blessing upon your word. Father, we pray that you'll be with us. We pray, God, that you will just uh, open our hearts and give us a clear understanding of your word. Speak to us, Lord. I pray, God, for those that are watching me today, I ask, God, uh, that you'll be with them, those that listen in, God, maybe they're in their car, keep them safe as they're driving. Uh, wherever they are, whatever they're doing right now, we just pray, God, that you will just speak to their lives. Do a work in each life, we pray. And we'll give you the glory for it, the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, well, let's, let's uh, go to the book of Psalms and let's uh, just read together. And uh, it says, the Lord is my shepherd. Oh, by the way, this is Psalms 23. For those of you that may not have caught the most beloved Psalm, uh, I say that because that uh, uh, no matter where we are, whoever we are, wherever we've been, whatever circumstance of life we've been in, we probably have heard this Psalm uh, uh, read or quoted in, in, in you know, multiple times. So uh, but let's look at it, okay? Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. As I said, this psalm is no doubt one of the most beloved psalms, the most beloved passages of the Bible. And, and it really is, it's a wonderful uh, illustration of what even the, uh, Solomon said in Proverbs 4, in 4 and 18 where he says but the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter into the perfect day the position of the psalm is significant i think this is one of the things that really uh, is, is somewhat profound to me when i when i look at this when i look at this psalm and i and i look at what uh what the writer how the writer uh, has put these psalms together. They, when they uh, put all these different songs in, 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 the, in the position they're in, I don't believe it's coincidental. I believe that it is the Holy Spirit that took the time to ensure that the writer would write these psalms in the way that they did. Uh, this is what I mean. If you notice the position of the psalm, you'll notice that it's Psalms 23. So it's the 23rd song in the book of 150 psalms but what's interesting is is that 23 is sandwiched in between 22 and 24 right now psalms 22 
if you read it, this is the past tense. It speaks of the good shepherd, Jesus. As we read in John 10 and 11, where Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for his sheep. This is what Jesus did for us. The past is what he's done for us. He finished the work on the cross. Psalms 22, if you read it, and if you have time, go back and read it. It'll, it'll do your heart good. But it speaks. It is, it is a uh, prophetic utterance of Jesus on the cross. And you'll see that. This is the path, the good shepherd. And then we look at Psalms 23, and 23 is the present tense. This, this psalm speaks of the great shepherd. So we see, we see Jesus uh, as the good shepherd. Now we see him as the great shepherd. Hebrews 11, or I'm sorry, Hebrews 13, 20 and 21 says, may God, the God of peace, who brought you up, uh, our Lord Jesus from the dead, the great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete in every good work to do his will, working in you what is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to him be glory forever and ever. Amen. So in Hebrews 13, we see Jesus as the great shepherd. He is the one, he is this uh, great shepherd of the sheep, Hebrews said. The one raised from the dead, that's, the, that's where he is now. He is risen, praise God. He is the risen Savior. So Psalms 23 gives us the present tense, the Lord is my shepherd. In the present situation I'm in, he's my shepherd. We're going to break this down in just a moment, but I want you to see this. So Psalms 22 is the past, Psalms 23 is the present, and then Psalms 24, uh, where it says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. Psalms 24 is the future tense, speaking of the chief shepherd. So we have the good shepherd, the great shepherd, and now we see him as the chief shepherd. And this is what First Peter when Peter wrote in, in chapter 5 of 1 Peter, verse 4, he says, And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that does not fade away. Now, I don't know if you ever caught this before when you're reading the Psalms, but this is, this is what you'll, you, you see right here. 22 is the past. 23 is the present. 24 is the future. And, 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 the, and this, is, this is really powerful. So if you read these together, you get a real sense of how and, and, and the plan of God for humanity. You see him as the good shepherd, you know, in the past, you know, he's willing to lay his life down for his sheep. You see in the great shepherd, he's the risen savior who comes from the dead uh, alive and he, uh, you know, has, has purchased us with his blood. And then we look into Psalms 24, and we would see him as the, the, the one who is coming again, the great or the chief shepherd, the one who will appear uh, in, 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 in a time of the rapture 
and the second coming of the Lord. So here is this beautiful, beautiful picture that we see of the shepherd of our souls. Now, the key that unlocks the whole psalm of Psalm 23 is this phrase, the Lord is, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Now, he is, he is the shepherd, but best of all, he's my shepherd. He's your shepherd. Really, is he your shepherd? You have to ask yourself this, all right? It is only in knowing him, right? Only in knowing him, and not just knowing about him, that the blessings of the rest of the psalm actually become a reality to us. There's a lot of people that have a knowledge of who Jesus is, right? They, they talk about him as the, uh, you know, this, this prophet or this one who had good teaching. He was a great moral individual. Uh, they, they, they have a knowledge of him. They even know about, yeah, he died on a cross. You know, supposedly the Romans killed him because of the message he preached because the religious leaders didn't like him. And they go through this whole thing. But they don't really know him. They don't really know him. And, and what, I'm, what, what I'm presenting to you this morning is this, is that you need to know him in a personal, intimate way. That he desires to know us in a personal and intimate way. And it's only in truly knowing him that way that the blessings that flow out of Psalms 23 are actually ours. See, I believe it's possible to know the psalm, but not know the shepherd. You can know what the psalm says because people, I've had people, non-Christian people quote it, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. They go right through the whole thing. And I know that there are people that can quote it, but just because you know the psalm doesn't necessarily mean you know the shepherd. You know this one of the psalm that you know him, you know him as the great shepherd of your life. I believe, I believe that it's important to know him as the shepherd of my life. I believe that it's important not only to know the psalm, but I think it's important for us to know both. We need to know the shepherd, and we need to know what the psalm says. Why? Because in this psalm is a wealth of, of things that are ours when we know him. Uh, first of all, when the Lord is my shepherd, verse 1 assures me that I shall not want. This speaks of possession. That when the Lord is my shepherd, and notice it, there's, a, there's two parts of this, this verse. Uh, when you look at this, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You cannot divorce one part from the other. Possessing Christ means possessing everything. If you possess Christ, if Christ is in you, the writer says the hope of glory. If, if he's in you, then you possess all that it entails. If he is mine and I am his, then I can uh, be, you know, uh, whatever is needed. Whatever I need is there. Uh, how could I ever be in want if he's my shepherd? 
How could I ever find myself lacking in something when he is my shepherd? It's what you know, Paul talked about in Philippians 4.19 when he said, my God shall supply just a few of the needs of my life. You know, he, he's only going to just minister just every now and then to me. That's not what he says, is it? In Philippians 4.19, Paul said, my God shall supply all of my needs. And how does he do that? He does it in, in, in relationship, in correlation with his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And now the God and the Father uh, be glory forever and ever. Amen. Now, notice what Paul says here, because this is really important. And I don't think, sometimes, you know, we, we say the word amen, and we think, well, that just means in conclusion, or yep, it's, it's done now. You know, uh, we say it, and it's all in the name of Jesus, amen, and we pray like that. That word amen, when Paul writes this here, what he's saying is this is a trustworthy saying. You can count on this fact that God shall supply every need of your life, all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. You can count on it. There is no doubt whatsoever that the Lord being your shepherd, you will never be in want. Wow. Can you, can you say praise the Lord to that? That's powerful. We'll never be in want because he is the shepherd of our lives. Colossians 2, Paul goes on in, in Colossians 2, 9 and 10. He said, for in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him who is the head of all principalities and powers. So where do we find completeness? We find it in him. You know, uh, perfection, we always talk about, you know, be perfect as, as God is perfect. Be holy as God is holy. And we talk about perfection, and we, we, we uh, tend to think perfection means that everything is just, everything is in a row, and nothing's ever out of place, and there's no, you know, there's no lack in, 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 in the way I'm doing something, and everything is just perfect. But the word, the, the word uh, perfection, when he says be perfect as I'm perfect, means that you are complete. Why are you complete? Because in him, all of my needs are supplied. Everything I need, I shall not want. I, I don't have to want uh, want of anything. Uh, we say, well, want for what? Well, any good thing. We don't have to want for any good thing in our lives. Psalms 34 and 9 and 10 says, Oh, fear the Lord, you saints. There is no want to those who fear him. The young lion, lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. That right there, you know, if I were you, I'd get my Bible out and I'd, I'd underline that. I'd really, I'd highlight that. I'd put stars around it. And I would say, look, this is what God says in Psalms 34, 9 and 10. Fear the Lord, the fear of the Lord. When, when the saints fear the Lord, when we, the saints of God, fear the Lord, there is no want to those who fear him. And then even, you know, young lions, they lack, they suffer hunger. You know, the, those out in the wild, they got to, you know, they'll go days. Uh, looking for prey. They'll look for things. They'll try to find it. And a lot of times they'll go hungry until they finally, you know, have it. And they go through these times. But if you seek the Lord and fear him, you will never lack anything. Why? He is your shepherd. You shall not want. 
Notice, notice what he tells us. He says, you know, you, you, the good things that you never have want of, you'll never have in verse 1, want of security. In verse 2 and verse 5, you'll never have want of provision. In, in verse uh, 2, you'll see that you'll never have want of rest. In verse 2 again, you'll never have want of refreshment. Uh, verse 2 and 3, you'll never have want of guidance. Verse 3 says you'll never have want of restoration. In verse 4, you'll never have want of comfort. Uh, verse 4 and 5, you'll never have want of protection. You'll never lack uh, five, uh, of, of, in, uh, of endowment. In, in verse uh, 5, you'll never have a lack of uh, satisfaction. In verse 6, you'll never have a lack of prospect. Security, provision, rest, refreshment, guidance, restoration, comfort, protection, endurement, satisfaction, prospect. When the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, secu- I shall not want of security, I shall not want of provision, I shall not want rest. Look at this, but this is powerful when he's your shepherd. When he's the one, when I put my trust in him, when, I've, when he is my, when I know the psalm and I know the shepherd of this psalm. This is what Paul was talking about in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 21 through 23. He declared this, he said, Therefore, let no one boast in men, for all things are yours, whether Paul, Apollos, or Cephas, or the world, or life, or death, or things present, or things to come, all are yours, and you are Christ's, and Christ is God's. Think about that. Look at how this this, this plays out. You don't boast in men. I I don't need to boast that, well, I know so-and-so, and you know, and I've, man, I've rubbed shoulders with this person and that person, and I've, you know, I've shook the hand of the president. Or You don't have to boast. Let no one boast in men, for all things are yours. You realize that people, you know, like celebrities, you know, and I don't care if they're a celebrity preacher or a celebrity Hollywood star, uh, they all are just people. They're just human beings like you and me. There's nothing unique about them other than the fact that you see them on television. You know, well, you know, you say, well, yeah, but they're a star. Okay, and they're a star. Do you realize that you don't have need of anything? Everything's yours? doesn't matter. Just because, just because you're not on television every day, just because, you know, I sit behind it, uh, you know, here in this, in this desk and I, you know, and I'm putting out this, this daily uh, devotional time, this daily time in the Word. You know, uh, nobody knows me. I don't get a big following. You know, uh, I'm, I'm not a star, if you will. Who cares? Here's the thing you got to understand, that Everything I have need of, I, I, I don't have any want. I have no, no lack of the things I need in my life because I know Christ. See, there's one thing I've got that many who are in Hollywood on television don't have. I have a personal relationship with a shepherd who 
make sure that everything I need is found in Him. When I need security, I find it in Him. When I need provision, I find it in Him. When I need rest, I find it in Him. When I need refreshment, I find it in the shepherd. I find guidance from the shepherd, restoration, comfort, protection, all these things, satisfaction, prospect, everything I need is found in my relationship with the Savior, the shepherd, Jesus Christ. Why? Because we are Christ and Christ is God's. And because Christ is God's and we are Christ, we are God's as well. We belong to Him. We're in relationship with Him. This is so vitally important to us. This is why, this is why he says that the possessions, if we possess Christ, we possess everything. This is what he's talking about. When you have Christ, you've got it all. There's no lack in your life. There's no reason to walk around as if, you know, you're a pauper. You're, you may not have great wealth in this world. You may not have the biggest home. You may not have the nicest cars. Who cares? They're just things. Those things do not make you better than or more important than anyone else. It doesn't matter. You know, I, I heard, you know, Jay Leno, uh, you know, I'll pull up and just get a little uh, shout out to Jay Leno here. He doesn't watch us, but, you know, Jay Leno's got a huge collection of beautiful cars. I mean, the guy's got all kinds of cars, but that doesn't make him any different than anybody else. It just means he's got a lot of cars, all right? But I guarantee you this, I bet he worries about his cars. I bet he frets over those things. What if a fire were to start in his garage, you know, and burn down his garage, burn up all those cars? What would he have then? Just a heap of metal. Okay. Those things don't make you. Those things don't define you. That's not what eternity is about. You know, I don't know what Jay Leno's uh, spiritual condition is. I just know that he has got a lot of cars. I know that he was on a talk show. I know that, you know, that he rubbed shoulders with celebrities. I know that he probably lives in a big house. All right, okay. But every bit of that is on this earth. Is he secure? Does he know eternity is his? What about the rest? Other people, listen, without Jesus Christ, you got nothing. But with Christ, you have everything. You have all the provision you need. You have all the rest you need. You know, one of the things I, I, I you know, speaking of rest, I, I find it interesting that so many people in this day and time lack just good rest. They don't sleep. They have no, and yet he said in the word, if Jesus is your shepherd, he'll give you rest. He'll give you rest. Now, when the Lord is my shepherd, according to verse 2, Verse 2 describes the position into which I am brought. See, it is one of complete satisfaction. So let me ask you this question. What is the secret of this satisfaction? What is the secret? The sheep, the sheep are satisfied because of what the shepherd provides. Because he puts us in perfect conditions. He always sees to notice, notice how the psalmist describes this. Notice what he says here. He, he, he says to us, he says this, he says that he makes me to lie down in green pastures and he leads me beside 
the still waters. So here's the, here's the description. Green pastures, still waters, perfect rest. And what does water bring to you? Refreshment. He leads me beside still waters. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Note, note these, these phrases. The sheep lie down. Now, did you know, and I didn't know this, but in my study I found out that sheep will never lay down while they're hungry. They won't lay down. If they're hungry, they won't lay down. So notice how that he breaks this down. Notice what he says. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. So what the psalmist is revealing to us is that the sheep who follow the shepherd, well, you and I, we're like the sheep. He said the sheep are satisfied, and because they're satisfied, they're fully filled with all that, they, that Christ has provided. And because of that reason, they can rest. They can lay down. They're satisfied. Sheep being satisfied is when you look out and you see them laying down. They're resting. Why? Because the shepherd is in full control of them. He makes me to lie down. He leads me beside the still waters. The Bible says in Isaiah 53, we're all like sheep. And, and, and this is the thing, you know, we're all like sheep. We, we go astray. We have turned everyone to our own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. You know, the reality is that as sheep, you know, we, we can be pretty foolish. We wander. And, and we can get away from the very thing that God is trying to do in our lives. If we're not careful, we can wander away. And you know, again, if you want to find true rest, if you want to know how to really survive in this life, you got to know the shepherd. And that's what I want to encourage you this morning to do. I want to encourage you to get to know the shepherd. Maybe you're watching me today and and you don't know the shepherd. You know about him, but you don't have that intimate relationship with him. Can I encourage you today? Seek out the shepherd. He is, he is, he is so interested in you. He's done everything he can to provide for you a life. He's done everything he can do to give to you all the things that you need. Whatever it is you need, whether you need security or provision or rest, whether you need refreshment or guidance or restoration, whether it be comfort or protection or endowment, whether it be satisfaction or even a prospect of a future, you can find it in the Good Shepherd. And I want to encourage you today. That's why Jesus came. Jesus came to give himself for us. That's what Psalms 22 is all about. Jesus came. He suffered and died to make provision of Psalms 23 so that we can have a future in Psalm 24. This is so powerful, folks. And if you'll just seek after him, I don't care how old you are, how young you are, care where you are in your lot in life, I don't care how many people you know, I don't care who you're related to, none of that, none of that matters. What matters, do you know the shepherd? Do you know, if you know the shepherd, you're a happy person. If you know the shepherd, you are taken care of. You don't have to worry about anything. 
That's why, I, I, you know, that's why the apostle Paul says, be anxious for nothing. Why? He's my shepherd. He is leading me. He is guiding me. He is with me. He is securing me. He is making provision for me. We'll break this down a little bit. We'll go into a lot more detail tomorrow. But, but right now, I just want to ask you, do you know the shepherd? If you don't know him, he invites you to know him. He's come to you. The Bible tells us that he gave his life for you. So why don't you today, why don't you make up your mind? You know what? I'm going to know the shepherd. I'm going to make sure I know the shepherd. I'm going to make sure that my, my life is in right relationship with him. You know the Bible says that if we confess our sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and to cleanse us from all of our unrighteousness. Do you know that he is willing to give you a brand new beginning? That's what we say here at Jubilee Worship Center. He'll give you a new beginning. That's what he wants to do. So I want to encourage you right now as we pray this, this, this closing prayer. If you don't know the Savior, would you just ask him, say, Father, would you forgive me? I, I hear you calling. I want, I want to know you. I don't want to just know about you. I want to know what it's like to have the shepherd lead my life. Father, I want to thank you today for your word. I want to thank you for the, the hope we have in you. I want to thank you, God, that, that you, Lord God, you uh, secure us, that you provide for us, that you give us the rest that we need, that you refresh us and guide us and restore us. And, and God, all the things that we need are found. They're found in you. Father, I just ask you today, for those that don't know you, let this be the day, God, that they find the shepherd and they realize that, Lord, you lead them, you guide them, you change them, you make them, you give them the rest they so long for. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I want to thank you again for just tuning in with us today. I hope that uh, this has been a blessing to you. We'll pick this up again tomorrow and uh, look forward to that time. If you want to know more about Jubilee Worship Center, just go to jubileeworshipcenter.com. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, I want to thank you for supporting uh, the, the ministry that we're doing here, Shelter Daily and His Word. It is your prayers and your financial support that enables us to continue to do, bring these things to you and to share this. Uh, there's a lot that goes on in putting out this program, but I'm glad that we can do that for you. I'm glad that while, especially during these times when so many are being shut in, and, uh, you know, you have to shelter in place, as they would, would say. I thank God for being sheltered in the Word. So God bless you. Have a great day. We look forward to seeing you 